Yeah. I got a concussion when I got hit by the fall ball. By the what? Fall ball at the Twins game last year. I don't remember that. Well, it was May 24th in the fourth inning, bottom of the fourth. Some twin was up. I don't know which one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to swipe the credit card and the Wi-Fi was horrible. And um, I was looking down and I heard this clunk and then pump. And Ooh. So I got like whiplash and... Ouch. It's like the worst. You still I do felt it? pretty stupid. You still... Well, you shouldn't feel stupid. Wasn't your fault? Yeah, I mean, you got hit by a fall ball. I'm gonna blame the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I mean, they I know they fixed if the it. Wi-Fi would have been, yeah, they're like, did they really? Gotta, I know. Gotta, I could probably, and people thought like worker coworkers I met at the end of the season, like, oh, you're her, oh, ka-ching. and I'm like, no, I didn't get any money, and still looking into it, but yeah, it was the Wi-Fi's fault. Because if that would have swiped and gone through, oh, I know. they were like, we really need to fix this Wi-Fi. Our employees are getting concussions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they fixed it. They <laughs> did. That's really what happened. See, people people are like, they, they don't appreciate, you know. And then I got sympathy the rest of the season because I'd be, could you please watch for yeah. me? Because I got hit by a ball once. <laughs> oh, you, uh, when you're, we're swiping people's cars? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's smart. Or you, or you just delivering food with a hard uh, a yeah. baseball helmet yeah. on? I know how that is. Try one of those little ice cream ones, but they're too little nowadays. You work on the games this year? Yeah. June 2nd? No, I got tickets for that. Um, three, section 319? No. Um, She's upgraded now. She got that money from the concussion. No. I <laughs> get <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark Bondi here with my co-host DJ Dudley D, and we are chronicling the days of Wild. Yeah. Dudley, how you doing? I'm great. It's exciting times. This is actually 319. It's like a Prince holiday. It is. And to celebrate this Prince holiday, we're doing another interview. We are. Last year we had a uh, ridiculous time throwing a pot or a Twitch live stream, but this year we decided to focus on. Other things. Other and that thing. is this podcast. That is this podcast. So our guest today is Heidi Vader. Hello, Heidi. Hey. Hello, Mark. Hey. We've been talking about doing this podcast for like years, and here you are in yes. the flesh. <laughs> in Savage. Yeah, in Savage. Yeah, go figure. You know, we, uh, we we are on a mission to tell the stories of people that were part of that Paisley Park crew, and you were definitely part of that Paisley Park crew. You grew up in Minneapolis? Yes. And you got to see Prince a bunch of times, right? So we're going to talk about those stories and your connection to Prince. So maybe just kind of like start us out with like, who are you and how'd you get into Prince? Who am I? I'm Heidi Vader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got into Prince my sophomore year in high school. Um, Dirty Mind came out and we, I don't remember, I was trying to figure out how you did it when you have an uh, album and you could make a cassette out of the album 
Yeah, you like dubbed it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So you could do that on your whatever. So yeah. I did that. So then I had this boombox, and I would bring it to all the softball games, and we'd play Dirty Mind on the on the school nice. bus, <laughs> the Catholic school. <laughs> the bus. Catholic school because you were at Holy Angels. Yeah. So Richfield. Now, were you living? Were you from Minneapolis then, and just went to a Catholic school? Yeah, my mom went there. Um, and yeah, I lived by the parkway in Minneapolis. Okay. So Prince was kind of a big deal in the city at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you realize like, he's like living three miles from you? Not at all. I didn't realize any of that stuff till a couple of years ago. Did you ago. know he was from here? From yeah, Minneapolis? Yeah, I knew he was okay. from Minneapolis and all that, but yeah. I but I mean, like really he was going to central, you know, what, four years beforehand, five years beforehand, somewhere yeah. in there. So, I mean, he was probably, he was probably less than five miles from where you grew up yeah and my friend's brother swears that prince was at holy angels for a couple months really yeah i have not heard that yeah so were you at holy angels same time uh saint paul was there yes he's a class under me class oh, wow. under you okay under me, yeah so i mean was this like the buzz around town like crazy at that point when, when did when did the buzz start when did you realize that like prince was from minneapolis well, I realized it right away. I mean, yeah, I was always starting very teen years. I guess they had a lot of um, TV shows and stuff late at night. Or there was Twin City Beat was a show, and they would do all local music. Okay. And they would inc- include Prince videos on that, I believe. Nice. What was Twin Cities Beat? It was a. It might have been Channel Two Public TV uh, Friday night or Saturday night hour long of uh, local music and and indie music. I had never heard of Twin Cities Beat. Did yeah. you know about Twin Cities Beat? I feel it sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever watched it. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I caught it every once in a while. Well, it was, this was 1980 or 81, so. So it's early on. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the, I only had so many channels back then, and my parents watched PBS, so I probably, <laughs> probably, probably were watching Yeah, maybe a bit before my time. So you go from Dirty Mind, you got it on the boombox, you're playing it on the Catholic bus, and then... Yeah into what and then we had to get the backpack catalog you know okay so you, so you go backwards well there's not i mean getting the backpack there was only two yeah that that's what i was gonna say yeah so then you go and get the back catalog so that would have been prince and for you yeah and then you're moving forward into 1999 and like by and, the time go ahead. well controversy first oh, shoot, and then when i'm in um gonna graduate from college or high school going to college 1999 came out okay and so that was like on rotation in my dorm room actually i forgot about this i had a prince dorm room there was like their local city pages or whatever yep. had a picture of prince on the cover a drawing and i got hundreds of copies and then i wallpapered <laughs> my entire dorm room oops and uh people would come from all over the dorm to see the prince dorm room so you had a prince dorm room and you're going to marquette yeah so you're in milwaukee is that where yeah. marquette is okay and do you have any of these dorm room articles still no oh <laughs> no we need to find that article somehow yeah get into the was it was it part of the the school or was it just like a local paper it was type a of local deal? paper like the city pages of the reader was around here so you go to milwaukee and you're like i am gonna represent my man totally okay <laughs> what was your roommate thinking when you were because I'm, I'm guessing like i mean you got prints and like bikinis and you know well i didn't have the posters up in, i mean i just had the picture i didn't have the dirty mind poster okay, that was okay. still at home i think okay so when did you see him live first? You're living in the city. He's playing gigs. When do you go and check out? 
Actually, I saw him first in Milwaukee because okay. I was at college. It was my freshman year in March. And that's where I saw where? him first. Um, whatever the Milwaukee venue was at that time. Okay. I don't know. But it know. was like a big arena. It was a big arena. Yeah. yeah it was the Triple you, Threat Tour. Okay. Nice. So tell us about that show. Who was on the Triple Threat Tour and what was that gig like? Were you? Um, it was it was awesome, but it was um, Vanity Six was the opener. Yep. And then uh, the time was the middle yep. act, and then Prince. And um, the time would play be behind the screen playing the music for Vanity Six. Yeah. Um, yep. Which was Did weird. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how I knew that. I mean. Do you have good seats? I do you don't remember? remember. You don't remember. Probably not far, though. Yeah. Who'd you go with? Was there like Prince fans that you knew, it, or were you just solo? I went with my f- friend Renee, okay. who was going to be my roommate the next year, I think. No? Well, yes. <laughs> it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. And it, I don't remember all that much, but I, I just Neither do remember I. it being great. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the, part of the podcast, then, is testing Dustin's memory. Yeah. Three weeks later, uh, I was home for spring break, and he played in Minneapolis, so I got to see that one, too. I think. I don't know if that was the Met Center. Okay. Or the St. Paul Civic, Paul Civic Center. So you saw the same tour twice? Yeah, I saw the same tour in one, twice in three weeks. Was it different? In, yeah. What was... Well, which one do you... Um, which one did you like more? Which one was no, like... No, I liked them both. What, this, this, <laughs> I liked them both. Obviously. What kind of question no, is that? The, but Minneapolis, I that was when I first realized how incredibly white Minneapolis was. Okay. Uh-huh. Because I'd been at the concert... In Milwaukee, and I'd been living in Milwaukee, and it's a lot, a lot more integrated there. And a lot, yep, yep. And uh, a little closer to Chicago. Yeah, and Minneapolis was just so white. Yeah, and it felt white. Yeah, it felt white. <coughs> like I think the crowd was better in Milwaukee. The crowd had a little more. Yeah. Pop. That's what I'm saying. I was just recently in Detroit, and I was like, you mean the elevator music is funky here? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is way cooler. <laughs> So you see him twice in a row or, you know, within three weeks span on the triple threat. Then what's your next show? What's your next gig that you, you're able to see? Um, the Minnesota Ballet Theater Benefit. Where was that at? First Avenue. First Avenue. Okay. So that was the First Avenue gig. Yeah. That's the live performance that I was just watching at First Avenue, I believe. No. Was that, is that one? Do you know? Is that one on video? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that one's on um, YouTube. Yeah. I was just watching that. In preparation for June 7th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it like seeing Prince at First Avenue? Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, That was a lot more cool. And it's so funny <laughs> why, now because, because in retrospect, I mean, it was, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I saw so much of him in the last how many years before that. But, yep. but um, it was... He was just so beautiful. I remember that. Yeah. Where were where were you standing? I was on, you know, the ramp. Yep. I was on the ramp. It's nice. a good spot. Mm-hmm. That is a good spot. Was good. it all configured the same? Like, was First Avenue? Because, uh, like, I watched the movie, right? And I'm always like, dude, is this the same? And it seems the same. Yeah. Well, in the last, I don't know how many years they did. There used to be a bar on the right side of the stage that was down. Yep. Yep. Which I that was so weird. I don't That's know how gone. more people didn't trip and yeah, and they raised that back up. They raised it up and put a bar there, and then where the back bar is now, there used to be that was where merch was. Okay. Um, but otherwise, it was pretty, pretty much, much the same. same. Bathrooms same the floor, same. 
same floor <laughs> most of the same roof but i guess they yeah that because it, fe- it fell down at <laughs> yeah. whatever whatever whenever that was yeah so he was beautiful were you like i mean were, you must have been closer than you were for the met center yeah. and yeah uh, was it was it like people jammed in there type thing or was it yeah. more like an exclusive hard to get a ticket no it's sold out i believe and in, in including the guest list right. it was um a lot of my friends didn't want to go because it was a benefit. So the ticket was $25, I believe. Okay. And they didn't want to spend that money. Because what was a normal ticket cost? You for him, maybe... Well, oh, well. Yeah, like, well, like I got to point. see him for three bucks a couple of years later there. Yeah. Oh, at First Avenue? Yeah. Okay. So how many times did you see him at First Avenue? Just two. Okay. But a high it was, percentage. Yeah. I mean, it that's, was that's so 20, hot. That's 20, that's 20% of the gigs that he played. Yeah. <laughs> It was so hot. That was the thing. It was like 84 degrees and the air conditioning wasn't working. Yeah. So. Was there an opener in that show or was it just Prince? Um, I think they had some of the kids dance, if oh, I remember gotcha. right. That's, From the ballet? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What else strikes you about the, those shows at First Avenue that were like memorable? Well, that one was um, seeing Wendy for the first time. Was um, I'd never seen her before. And we're like, Who, who's that? Oh, okay. Um, but that show, I mean, people always ask me, did you know it was history and wasn't it, was it incredible? And I'm like, you know, it was all right. It was so hot. Nobody knew the songs. Um, right. And then the one I saw two years later was, or three years later, was so much more memorable to me. Was that the 86 show yeah, then? Yeah, the parade show. The parade show. I mean, that's a cool show. Yeah. And he comes out and he's like Prince at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he'd kind of... And he's got the gold <laughs> around his hip and... And I was like, I'm close enough to see it. <laughs> Did you? Where were your seats for that one? It was standing. So where? I mean, yeah. where were you standing oh, for that one? On the floor. Okay. Yeah, that one was crazy because I was at school at the U at a night class, and my boyfriend found out about the show and he's trying to call me at the U. Well, like this is way before cell phones. Yeah, yeah there's no <laughs> yeah. cell phones, so he's so trying he's, to call the universe, and he is calling the University of Minnesota, <laughs> trying to get through to me. <laughs> Forty thousand students. What class you were in? <laughs> did, did, was, poli sci, I think. Oh, like, does anyone can connect me to the poli sci room? <laughs> <laughs> so I get home, and they're like, "Heidi, you're supposed to go to First Avenue. Prince is going to play." And I was like, "Okay." And so people knew that you were. A big Prince fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Anything Prince, people are... People knew Prince and Springsteen. People knew music. I always had music. I was really into local yep. music, too. So, I was always Who else were you music. listening to? Yeah, like before Prince, what were your uh Well, interests? Springsteen was my first... Uh, like, I've seen him as many times or as, as Prince. Though oh. I don't get invited to... Bruce's house. <laughs> Not yet. Wait till this podcast yeah. blows up. <laughs> Bruce, you were so good last week. No, two weeks ago. That was a concert. Yeah, yeah he played uh, U.S. Bank. No, Excel. Uh, Excel. Oh, he played Excel. Yeah. Way better than U.S. Bank. I've heard for. I haven't been to a concert at U.S. No. Bank, but I've heard it's pretty bad. No. For sound. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I get home and then I go downtown and at the time I had a member's card. So there's a line around the block, but I get to go right in the door. What what does the member's card do? A First Avenue member's card. It was, well, it's different now, but then it just meant you could get in free anytime you wanted to. Wow. Or or for a couple bucks. A couple bucks. So like you could go to any gig, cut the line. Yeah. Do you still have that card? 
somewhere no, in your I, mementos? I want to no, find I think, one of those. I think. So I was going to say it'd be cool if you tried to pull it out and use it on our June yeah. 7th gig at first down. <laughs> uh-huh. I wouldn't be mad at you. <laughs> Bust in front of the line. <laughs> I, so I, do you pay for the member's card? Like you pay well, like an annual fee of something, and well, I most people do. But, yeah, but I was you. friends with the GM, so he yeah, gave it to yeah. me. So who was the GM at the time? Steve McClellan. Okay, was he running it for years? Though? Yeah, was he like, like thirty-five years. Yeah, he was the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I get there, and like two minutes later, he starts. Wow. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. What was some of that set? That was all parade, parade kind of focused parade, around the world yep. today. No, mostly parade. Did he, what did he, he? He did all the almost the whole album of parade, I think, and, where, and it wasn't out yet. Yeah, that's where he was like, "Hey, we just started rehearsing." Is that mm-hmm. the line? Hey, we just started rehearsing. We're a little rusty. They weren't though. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's Prince's band, right? Like mm-hmm. you, they're never rusty. Yeah, he was just setting y'all up. Yeah, and that <laughs> was like two and a half hours or something, and it Amazing. wasn't hot. It wasn't hot. No, so they'd fix the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably that purple rain money coming well, they didn't in. Need at, air. It's yeah. March. Oh, perfect. See, open some doors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Get some snow. So interesting. So, because that was, was that his last, I mean, not his last, last gig. Did you see him again there in uh, 07? No, I was stuck in Austin in oh. rainstorm. So you missed the 07 gig. Yeah, but I, I facilitated a lot of people getting tickets yeah. and stuff. So you, so the last time you saw him at First Avenue was 86. Six. Okay. Yeah. And then do you become like, do you get into like other shows that are coming around over the years, kind of the stadium shows? When's your next show that you see him play? Um, 87. Okay. Or 88. What was it? Uh, Love Sexy. Okay. At the Met? Yeah. Or that? Yeah, we're, we're, up like, no, we're up to like five no, performances. How many times do you think you've seen Prince total, if you had to guess? I am i don't count at all. I'm just guessing. Just uh, take a little shot. I really... Over or under not, 100? Under 100. Under 100? Okay. Maybe, let's just say as old as I am, that's how many I've seen. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not asking that. <laughs> I'm not asking that. What is it about Prince? So like 29? nice one dustin anyways nice one dustin so what is it about prince's music that kind of drew you in then and is it the same today um it's different in in but um then it was um the the danceability i love dancing yes and then um the funk and then um the naughtiness yeah you know, yeah. when you're testing things when you're Boundaries 16 or, you know. Edgy. Yeah. Yeah. How did, how did your parents feel about Prince? They didn't really know. They didn't really hear it. So okay. they didn't know. But I remember being in college and uh, in 19, a kid was listening to 1999 on headphones and it was um, all the critics. And I'm just like, he was like 12 or 11. And I'm like, oh man, that's too young. You yeah. Know? So I've always felt a little weird about that. Yeah. Did you ever have to, I mean, was there like friends of yours that look, you know, thought Prince was weird or, you know what I mean? Did like look to find him yeah, or just like, what are you listening to that stuff for? It seems to be a kind of a common theme a little bit on this podcast where people, either parents weren't, uh, weren't uh, approving or, you know, 
they're you know hiding it from your friends that you were into Prince. Did you ever have to do that at all? No, I've been proud. Yeah. <laughs> just loud and proud. Just, just, just wear it. <laughs> God, I, I got my know. Prince flag. I'm you on know, it. Music gives you that that energy and right. confidence, and it makes you think like you can do anything. So yep. So yeah, I didn't. If you didn't want to go, I'd tell you though. Until the very end, I'd be like, go to Paisley Park. You know. Right. And cool. if you didn't, that's your problem. And hey. then I had people now tell me I went to that. You know the first concert because right. you told me to i'm like oh cool wow yeah people come back around that you, went, you hooked them up i went up and down well i went down santa monica boulevard on a bus trying to uh tell everybody that the tickets at the forum for prince's concert were going to be 25 dollars. i'm like go he which sells. is which is just right. ridiculous from a, I know. from a price perspective so you saw him in in uh, la too yeah what other cities? So you got Milwaukee, you got LA, you got Minneapolis, St. Paul, Chicago. What okay. Chicago shows? Um, uh, the the House of Blues. Oh, oh. Dust was there. Yeah, I was. So I don't, did I see you? I don't know. We might not have known each other then. I don't know. I don't remember. It was a blur. I was like, whoa, here I am. I was in Germany. Yeah, and that's a good excuse. I mean, I missed a lot of shows because I was right in Hawaii. So I'm like, seriously, Germany. That's okay. Yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah. So then you like, what? How does it progress then? Like you keep going. Oh, just um, keep going. You just keep going every show as possible. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, but then he didn't tour. A, yeah, were you um, doing like the glam slam bit? Okay, the glam slam opened while I was having children. Okay. Um, and I had two kids in 18 months. So there's like a three, four year kind of gap yeah. in most of my music stuff. It's kind of like parenting. Yeah. That yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So, so that, that was a win. I went a couple times. Okay. Right. Did you ever see him perform at Glam Slam? I saw him once. Okay. Do you remember what it was? Mm, no. Well, it was NPG stuff. I don't remember yeah. what it was. Um, yeah. And then Miss, remember uh, the the not no no what did they call it, the outdoor thing Mill, Mill City, City Mill yep. City I thought yep. yeah that was a good gig too yeah that was a perfect it was night so for... dark you couldn't see him at all <laughs> yeah I was that was a sea of people there were no in lights downtown Minneapolis. it was so dark yeah it was packed too I mean just like and I remember seeing KG go into the and KG and Prince waving at each other. That was fun. I miss KG. KG was there. I didn't see that. Yeah. Kevin Garnett, for those that are, oh, yeah, <laughs> not part of the Minneapolis scene. So, when was the first time that you went to Paisley Park? Um, after the uh, rave shows. Okay. But we went and waited for a couple hours. And then Sounds about right. my friend had a, a couple month old baby and so she had to go home. So I drove her home and then I came back Nice. and then I was lost for about two hours. Just in Chanhassen? And Minnetonka. And yeah. Trying before to get, I had uh, no map. The, there was no Google maps or nothing. Was, I know yeah. all about it. And Mark then and I got I home. <laughs> yeah. I got home at five or five thirty and my husband's like, oh, it must have been great. And I was like. No, yeah. I was driving around. <laughs> well, you didn't even make it. No. Oh my gosh. Oh. So, so that was a that was a bust. When was? Tell us about the first time in Paisley. Then the okay the uh, so wait, the, you never the made first... it. You never made it to Paisley like in the mid nineties. No, doing her not until thing. late nineties. Okay. 
Um, and it was when he was still having dance parties. Okay. But so it was a dance party and it was after bars and, um, and, uh, so they'd say if his guitar's on stage, he's going to play. If it's not, he won't. And there was no guitar on stage, but I walked in and right to the left, you know, where the doorway is that goes Mm -hmm. into the main big room. Um, Prince was there. And so I'm like, went up to him and I'm like, thank you for having us here. And, (laughs) Heidi ain't scared. Because, <laughs> I mean, everybody else is ignoring him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were, like, afraid to... Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you guys, he's what right he here. You can talk to him. Just go up to him. And I did. And so then I held out my hand, and then he looked at my hand, and he looked at me, and he smiled, and he shook my hand, and he didn't say anything. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Now, did you see him around town over the years? Like, yeah. Did you, uh, tell us some, some, that, some running into Prince at... It was only once okay. and it was um i was at the skyway theater oh. and i think we must have been might have been seeing purple rain it might have okay. been something else though and we walk out and as we come out we see prince walking past the door and so we start walking behind him a little bit you know and then he just like flew and just disappeared he was Sounds about and it was that same gate yeah smooth yeah skyway's still kind of there yeah it's a music venue now he went and saw Janelle Monet there. Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah, yeah. you were at that show too, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. That was and a there's fun a one. picture of me and him in at there. What do you mean a picture of you and him? Like he was in the VIP, and then I was like right next to him. it, outside of the curtain dancing. Yeah, I thought that was a cool. Uh, when he came in, I mean, because he was like right amongst the people too. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a VIP, maybe kind of. They like, just it wasn't had like, a curtain over, <clears throat> around a few seats. Yeah, but it wasn't like. I don't know if they have VIP there. No, they might have just built something for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came in and it was like, all right, this show is about to be on. That was a good show. Yeah, I missed that show. I was bummed. Yeah. Because he also saw... I love Janelle. Yeah, he saw her at... Um, oh, what's the one? The Varsity Theater. Yeah. I wasn't at that one either. Were you at the Varsity show? No. Because she played the Varsity like on her first tour by mm-hmm. herself and he was at that show as well. I only knew about Prince because I, I mean Janelle, because I saw her for the Prince, um, uh, bat, not a, when they did a special show for him, I can't remember what it was called, and the women sang, and it was Janelle Monet, and, oh yeah, what was um, that, I can't remember, and, uh, uh, the one who spoke about him at his, at his, uh, induction to the. Alicia Keys, nice, and like five women, yep. and yep. Uh, the stand-up bass one who opened for him, oh. Esperanza, Esperanza Spalding. Spalding, yep, and then an older woman who's great, but I can't remember. Just so, Google it. If so you're that's how I just found. It. Yeah, it's a really good video. <laughs> yeah, you because, can watch it <laughs> because they the video of all of them playing and him watching, and um, yeah, and Shelby sitting with him. So let's go back to your first oh. Paisley Park experience. Mm. You walked in and you're like, what's up, Prince? Yeah. Thanked him for having you. And then what happened after that? I mean... Then we danced for a, a while and that's then a we great, went home. That's a great way to start the story. <laughs> yeah. No, that was you it. Know, like I, he was I, there and... What do you yeah. smell like? Like Prince. <laughs> like, <I don't. laughs> it's like Prince. It's undescribable. Like elephants and flowers. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Um... So then that was just a dance party? Yeah. So then how... And you might have been teaching. Who knows? I hope so, because then it was popping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so then when, uh, like, did you start going back regularly? And, like, was it one of those things, where, like, when we went out there, it was like, we're coming back, like, and we're yeah. coming back, and we're coming back. Or was it just like, 
uh, I need to, I'll just, next time I can make it, I'll pop out here. Yeah, well, remember, I was a, a young mother with right. two kids at home, and actually I was separated part of that time, too, so I didn't really, Morgan. I couldn't really go to yeah. Chanhassen on the spur of the moment. You can just give your kids extra melatonin and roll out to Paisley <laughs> for five hours. If mommy's not home, and when I you wake up. I didn't know anybody, and yeah. I didn't know there wasn't. Really, if mom's not home, just grab some Captain Crunch with soy milk. It'll be fine. <laughs> it wasn't the same community, you know. Yeah, it's interesting too because at that time, it's like if you knew things were going on, like you were, you knew things were going on, but yeah. like you could very much have no idea that Prince was doing stuff on any given right Friday, Tuesday, Saturday. Like it was oh, quiet. I, I remember at the at the end of that night, we went and laid out on those berms and watched the. The moon and the stars, because it was still dark back then. Yeah. What? Uh, so when when was your next time that you made it to Paisley and what, did he perform or was it still yeah. a dance party? I think it was that 2009 concert around Halloween time. Oh yeah. Um. So it wasn't until then. That was a good gig too. I mean, yeah. that was that was a Bruce Springsteen esque gig. Like he just kept going. Well, I brought my friend, who is my Springsteen friend, to that show. And okay. I'm like, now you got to appreciate Prince. Prince and Bruce are it. Yep. <laughs> and and she loved the show. Yeah, that show. I mean, that show just kept going. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, man, this dude is on it. Oh, wait, I lied. I, uh, music. Musicology, I was okay. there at the, so all the after parties too. Okay. <laughs> that was that was that was probably my initiation to what Paisley, Paisley Park could Park really was be. All about. Yeah, now, I did you about do that. did you do all the shows at uh, the XL too, or just some of them? I did two out of three because I had to work to make some money. So, yeah. I, and when the time Prince we're going to open, cheap. I'm like, I just want to see Prince. The, yeah. You know, I, I don't. Right. So, and then all the after shows, and I got three different friends to go with me to the after shows. Yeah. Nice. Did he play the after shows? I don't he remember did. those after shows. I don't know if I did those. Yeah. I wasn't there. Um, yeah, he did. And he would have an opening band, though, like Kip Blackshaw was playing, and I don't know yeah. who else. But he played, you know, one of those nights he just did the jam thing where he goes right. and he gets back on the piano and then he gets everybody dancing on stage. And I'm yeah. like, get off the stage. I want to see Prince. <laughs> you weren't too happy with that, with no, that, with that no, one? No, I didn't really like that. You're blocking my view. <laughs> <laughs> but then another night he played, um, and he played uh, Man of War and Peach and a lot of music that I liked, and that was great. And then that one, I think I stayed until like 4.30 or 5 in the morning, and then I left, and then I found it. I played a door after I left, which mm. was my favorite then. That's why I can't leave. Never leave till the lights come up. And even if the lights come up, you gotta wait till they tell you, you gotta leave. Mm-hmm. So from a Paisley <laughs> perspective, because then you, you keep going as he kind of opens the door back up when Third Eye, Do- Third Eye Girl comes around. Because that's when I remember you from. It's like yeah. kind of that whole, yeah. call it 13, 14 season. Yeah. Did well, you... didn't he had the first show. Didn't he have a first show there in 12 or something? Or... Probably. Yeah. Probably. They all kind of right. blend together. But I remember you going to most of those. Mm-hmm. Kids are grown. Yeah. Grown enough, right? grown <laughs> my kids are older than no. i am actually i'm 29 my kids are 29 and 31 <laughs> perfect perfect what i mean you you followed prince for a long time you've been you know in the scene in various ways what's your favorite kind of prince kind of mode what what's what's the prince stuff that resonates the most with you you talked a little bit about oh i really liked that is that peach oh what music? Yeah, what music what music what music 
um, resonates the most? Well, you know, I just kept liking it and liking it and liking it. You know, every new thing he did, kind of like he liked. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, like the year after he died, um, what's the album that came out? Uh, the the year after he died? The, no, before he died. What's the one we came Artificial out? Age? Artificial Age. Um, yep. I lose thought sometime. Artificial Age like got me through that whole year. So, so that is just like in my soul now. Um, and I think, you know, like sign of the times was my favorite album for many, many years. Yeah. Um, but then I listened to parade and I love that. And yeah. Then, and yeah. Spoken like a true Prince And fan. musicology. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> well, that's the great thing about Prince. It's like, you can go and be like, this is my favorite album. And then two years later, you're like pull something else up and for, you know, get dive into that more deep than you have before. And next thing you know, that becomes your favorite, favorite album now. Yeah. I can say my changed. least favorite is Rainbow Children. If you, if, if I. Well, I think there's a lot of people in that boat. That you know, that was just kind of a curveball. Yeah. When it came out a little bit, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I like the jazz funk fusion. I liked it more later. Yeah. Did you guys go to that Rainbow Children stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I was on tour with them for the. Oh yeah. The one night alone tour. So that was a lot of that material. Where he would can't he would come out and just if you came to get your purple rain on you in the wrong spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Are then, you a leader then, uh, or a follower? <laughs> yeah, so that was super fun. Him opening up with Xenophobia, I believe was the song he opened up with, and he would come out and be on drums first. So it would be super dark, and then the drums would be going, and then all of a sudden the light would come up, and it would be he he would be the one on drums, and the crowd would just lose and lose their minds. But yeah, it was a yeah. cool, and it was cool too because it was, you know. Prince doing his independent, low budget, like, you know, smaller arena type things. You know, a lot of those shows were four, five, six, seven thousand people. Yeah. Wasn't that supposed to be at the Orpheum and then he moved it to Paisley Park? Was that One Night Alone or was that a different one? I don't know. I think it was. And because I screwed up because I got tickets for the Orpheum and then when they moved it to Paisley Park, I was one of those people who didn't. Yeah. Oh, really? I can't. He's not going to play till two in the morning or whatever. And maybe it was true. Maybe it wasn't. But at that point, I'm like... My kids were still little too, so. Uh, yeah, and the Paisley Park stuff would just go till forever. I know. You know, and then you had to like function the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, some of us did. I just yeah. slept. <laughs> Actually, no. I had I was working at Golden Leaf Tobacco Shop in Collins Square. I'd get home at like five thirty-six in the morning, and then be to work at nine. It was horrible. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. We're but, young, we could bounce back like that. Exactly. So tell us about some of these uh, Third Eye Girl shows at Paisley Park. What were those like? What was that? What was that? crew like i mean because it kind of like there was like a group of people that yeah. were like well you committed. were there yeah i was there <laughs> i didn't really make to make too many of them no you're busy working so, tell me um talk about the music or the anything you want to okay well what what the music stands for itself um you like that rock phase yeah sure yeah i do i do when i was younger i didn't like the guitar very much i didn't appreciate it when prince would do his long solos and stuff but as i got got older i appreciated it more um i mean we got spoiled too because we heard him play so many times you're like oh stratus again yeah Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> he did that last week. <laughs> and then he did it. He did it. We got backstage one time, or in, and he did it for like twenty of us. And I'm like, okay, cool. Tell us about that gig. <laughs> well, that was just after a show, and then I don't remember what show it is. They all go together, but but I was with Jesse and some other people, and they pulled us back, and and he and the the four of them played Stratus in one of the like rehearsal rooms yeah that's kind of with cool. the mirrors all over it. yeah it was yeah. cool so and like, then it was kind of more mesmerizing yeah just because i mean at that point you're like close right does he know who you are at that point like is he like hey this is the lady that introduced herself 20 years ago or is- um yeah he called me heidi <laughs> okay no, no. <laughs> i looked you up no actually he, there was yeah there was this event that happened so i rode my bike out there because i used to do aids rides so i was training and i picked up a burger from culver's and i went and the gates were open so i sat underneath the pine tree to eat my burger your bike from minneapolis to paisley park yeah that's like what 26 miles 21 20 21 or something but i had yeah i was training so i had to have like 30, 40, 50, 60 mile rides, right. regular places. Yep. It's nice to have a destination, and that's a good one, right? Yep. Why not? And this was when it was rumored that he was back, but people didn't really see him. Yep. And um, so I was having my burger, and then. Oh, so you were just. Uh, sorry, I thought you were riding out there to go to a party. You were just no, riding out just, there just to do some she's, training. She's training for the AIDS ride. Yeah, gotcha, I'm training. Gotcha, okay. and I did ride out there once. Culver's. <laughs> yeah, so, I get it now. so I'm eating there, and then this SUV comes in, and then this woman goes to the door and then this guy with this big with this blue flowing caftan outfit opens the door for her and it's prince and <laughs> and they hug and they carry some boxes and then they come back out and she says something and then points at me and he says something to her and um he's so, like that's just heidi she's cool no he didn't know me <laughs> she's then. Got, well, she's yeah. got, he might have remembered she's me. Burger. <laughs> yeah. so then she comes over and, and uh and she's like I'm sorry, this is private property. You have to leave. And I go, oh, okay. I was just resting. And I left. And then afterwards I said, okay, you know when you see Prince and he looks at you and he looks only at you, which the whole right. stadium thinks, but yeah, yeah. but he looked at me. He looked at just me. And it had to be you, the only one there. <laughs> and, he, and he did something just for me. He when was asked this? me to leave his property. Oh, yeah. And I said, and he's going to know my name when he has to sign the restraining order, which was a total joke. I wasn't that kind of. Yeah, you were just eating a burger. But yeah, that, I think it was just because I had a burger. Yeah, yeah. If, you had, if you had had a veggie burger, yeah. you'd be yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's just cool. <laughs> Brought him a Sunday or something. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. What were we talking about? Print stuff. Oh, if he knew who I was. If he knew who you were. Like, like, oh. did you have interactions where you're like, okay, Prince is, you know. Well, I, I, I mean, I know he recognized me. So it was a small crowd, usually. It was a yep. bunch of regulars, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, I mean, they're 30, 40 a lot of times. And so he knew he would recognize people. He would walk around. So, yep. um, And then... You know, he watched that. He did watch that precast, which I never believed at the time, yeah. and I was on it a few times. Okay. Um, Doctor Funkberry. Yeah. Nice. And what was that? That's just what was the precast again? It was like a podcast, video podcast okay. before, like before that, that happened. W- before that was, was like a thing when yeah. it was actually really hard to do. Yeah, like gotcha. the technology wasn't quite yeah. there, and Facebook wasn't a thing, and, and there I was think no Twitter. Prince Prince kind of backed it, yeah. Um, which I didn't, but we didn't know at the time. Mm. 
Yeah, because he was getting the kind of the word out around what he was doing and using the Funkenberry kind of platform yeah. and microphone yeah. to push that out to the to the interweb. Yeah. Nice. Um, what were you on there for? Are those out there somewhere? Like, can we find those like on YouTube? Um, all the I think that a lot of them got deleted because it went out of business or something. But he might have. Maybe Funkenberry has got them backed up. Yeah, we got to get those. I mean, that'd yeah. probably be good stuff. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, we just get on. We just get on. Who wants to come on? And you get on, and then you talk about Prince or whatever. And you talk about like what was happening out of Paisley at the time. Kind of, hey, we were yeah. there last weekend, and yeah. this happened. Or we were in Vegas, and okay. this happened. Uh, you know, it was it was kind of like you were like the local reporters in terms of like you firsthand accounts. Well, of we what did was going have on. more firsthand stuff than. Um, a lot of people, but I mean, I wasn't on there that much. It wasn't like my job. Or yeah, yeah you were, but, but you were telling the stories of what was going on yeah. during that period of time. Yeah. So at that point, he's definitely watching and knowing who you are. Yeah. What did Heidi think about last night? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a little lower. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always enthusiastic, I'm sure. <laughs> I did. Okay, so I did dance all the time. Yeah. You know, and people would people would get bored or, you know, they wanted to play and so they wouldn't dance to the music. They just sit around and I'm like, they're playing this really good music. Yeah, let's you can go. dance, do let's it. Let's go. Uh so did you do the gig, the piano and the microphone gig then? No, I was in Hawaii. Oh. Bummer. Okay. So did you do the Were you there for the war? No. Oh, bummer. I don't yeah, know where the, I was. The, that was well. That was right. That was '98. So oh, no, yeah, I right. was because uh, it's a 25 year anniversary this summer. Big plans for Purple Highs for the 25 year okay, anniversary. Okay, great. We, we D- got Dustin's <laughs> looking at me. I, I texted you about them, and you're like, "Oh, maybe." I was like, "No, nah, dude, we're going. We're doing this, dude. <laughs> All right. We're I'm, doing I'll, something. I'll be there for you. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, we don't know. Well, exactly tell me what about that. Yeah. Well, you know, we the, have no idea because I had just found out about no, it. I talked to you about it. <laughs> no, tell me about the gig. Oh, that gig was crazy good. I mean that that was like that was probably. I mean that's top five gig for sure. And it was a uh, small room. He's in. He does the uh, the stage was actually yeah, so where the, the MBG Music Club where the stairs go up to where the DJ booth was. Mm-hmm. The, that's where the stage was. It was like kind of built into the corner there. Yeah, that's like. I mean, that's. One that stage the, wasn't there that long. Like no, that. it was, well, the whole of 98, it was there. That well, whole, that's that whole not of, a bad spot. That whole of 98, and then there was the soundboard was right next to it, right? So he does maybe like a six song set beforehand. So it's like he's jamming, doing the thing, which is like, so it's like a normal Paisley party, right? Like he's doing his thing and, you know, it was great. And then like, kind of like, there's like a, not intermission, but kind of intermission, like where it's like, all right, we're going to change this whole vibe up. And then he starts that chant, one, two, the evolution will be colorized. And then like, you know, he's got the whole crowd going. And the song, when he releases it, it's like 26, 27 minutes. Um, But the song was more like 50. And that chant was going on for a long time. Forever. Forever. The next day. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, what the heck are we even talking about? Like, you know, (laughs) but it was like, so it was like, just like this different vibe. And the word on the street is like, he had, somebody had to go back to his house to pick up 
the lyrics. So he didn't want to start until he had the lyrics. So he's like, he started and he's Stalling. like, then he's like, oh shoot, I ain't got my lyrics. I'm gonna go get my lyrics. And then, you know, so we're just like all like in this deal. And then, you know, he does the gig and like the whole sound and like Saturday morning awaits you. And I'm like, oh dude, this dude is preaching. And <laughs> do you love your country? And people are like, whoa. I was like, oh, you about to get called out. Like I can just feel it coming, right? He's like, Saturday morning awaits. You best leave now. And I mean, it was, it was really good and then when he <clears throat> then he grabs his lyrics when he's doing the whole thing he's laying flat on the floor reading the lyrics into the microphone you're just like what the heck so the whole night was just wild and then the wildest wildest thing about it is like three weeks later in the mail you get a tape and you're just like dude mm-hmm. i was right so we celebrating 25 years we're gonna play the tape yeah, <laughs> yeah is there gonna- video <laughs> i wish I, I mean, I, I, there's got to be somewhere. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I want them to release. Right? Yeah. In the full, even even like the chant and like kind of the build, it's just like the whole energy of the place is just, you know, and some people probably leaving like, oh, I don't know about this because yeah. it was, <laughs> it was different. Oh yeah, it God. was different. Maybe we can use that for something else. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about that something else. So let's, so you didn't do... Uh, the piano microphone. You're in Hawaii. Sounds like a beautiful trip. Were you there? It the was. Were you there the week before he died at that party on Saturday? Yes. Okay. What was what was what was that party like? It was kind of a weird vibe. Yeah. Um. There were a lot of you were were you there? I was there. Yeah. There were a lot of kids there. Yeah. Who the security people were chasing around. I don't remember that. Yeah. It was like an Applebee's on a Friday night. It was night. really weird. Like yeah. somebody, I don't, I don't know, that was weird. Um, and then, I mean, he showed us the piano. And yeah. And then the gig was, and then the, the night was over. Yeah. Didn't he have a new well, guitar too? he went too? in the other room too and showed the guitar, I think, yeah. and then said the thing about the doctor or whatever. Yeah. And he's talking about Kirk. Don't waste, don't waste your prayers on me. Yeah. Um, and... I I didn't hear that part because I stayed around the corner. Okay, so you were you were still in the uh, big room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so weird. And then he played piano on a microphone, and that was great. And I just laid there and listened. Yeah, because that was they they played the Atlanta show. Yeah, and he said this is the best one. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, he'd been doing it for a minute. Mm-hmm. They need to release that. So, how did you? Uh, when did you find out that he died? I mean, I know I saw you out there, uh, so it was early on. Yeah, like eight something in the morning somebody on facebook said that um uh somebody who was an emt relative yeah. had reports of a male at Paisley Paisley park. park and so then jeremiah funkenberry um asked me to go down there and okay. so i went down there uh, so so what time were you down there by early i mean i remember yeah, seeing I, you when i got there yeah and i was there early yeah like i mean i was I don't know, Eleven. nine, yeah. nine, ten, the latest, not, not even, and I woke up early that day, which is weird, because I yeah. don't usually wake up that early. Was there other people there when you got there? There like were a few fans people. and stuff? Uh, a few. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of builds as the right. day goes on. Yeah, but yeah, I was there when the first lady put uh, flowers on the fence, and I'm like, oh, no. Wow. Um, yeah. And... um. Yeah. It was a long day. Yeah, it was a long but day. But I couldn't leave. Yeah, so did you stay out there all day? Yeah, I left at like 5.30 or 6. My husband's like, come home, you have to eat. And yeah. Did you go downtown that night or? Yeah. Okay. 
First dab? Yeah. Did you go in? Did you get in? Or were you just outside? No, I went in. Nice. It wasn't, though. (laughs) Well, yeah. It was like, it seemed like too much of a party and people were, it it was too close for me. I thought I needed to be there, but I shouldn't have been there. Yeah, right. it, uh, I think for those that were kind of part of the scene, it was like, yeah, it, it was it was like simultaneously like I'm happy that like the city's like acknowledging and honoring, you know, who he was and I what he meant. Though. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a uh, it was a recognition that he was important to right. this this space, but so it was like that was good, right? And I was pleased i guess by that but like like the 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 relationship itself was like there was something missing there yeah and it just it it felt but in my in my grief i wasn't uh pleased that they were i was i was like why now you know yeah yeah i think uh i think that's for it's like that anger phase of Mm -hmm. you know why didn't you do more during you know yeah i mean people thought he was crazy for years too right so it's like yeah well, it was a little. Yeah. Just a titch, but, you know, I mean. In the best crazy way. Yeah. Yes. Let's yeah. go crazy. You said that from the very start. So, you know, you come out of that kind of his death and the grief and all that, and then you end up with your own project, kind of. Yeah. So tell us about what that is all about and kind of the impetus of, of all things Purple Playground. Um. Well, we you asked earlier about like the group of people at Paisley Park and so we did get to be friends um and through social media too so I got to know people all over the world who were Prince fans you know which didn't happen like I when I was in Vegas in 2008 or whatever I met all these people but we had no connections I went alone because nobody wanted to go you know I don't know who's gonna come so you make connections with people and then after he dies you start to become more friends because you have time to learn about each other too rather than just dancing to prince yeah, together yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> find the next gig and prince wasn't having there wasn't you know no more there yep. and um i wanted to still find a way to celebrate him yeah and for people to come together so i'm like i'll start a nonprofit and um We'll have parties and stuff, and then we'll raise money for kids' music education because we knew Prince. It's amazing, yeah. like that. that so that was deal. my goal. Yep. Um, when did you start it? Was it sixteen then? Right, right, the year he died, or did it take you a little uh, while to kind of come up with the? No, no. Sixteen, we talked. We talked. What? What can we do? Nobody's doing anything. We're losing all this positivity. <laughs> um, had a. Uh, Backyard barbecue talked more about it, and then. Um, when you say we, is there like kind of a like, co- core group? Or, yeah, I there mean, was you're, like you're 12, obviously spearheading the yeah the whole thing, but it was like twelve friends who were regular Prince gotcha. that from all over the country. <clears throat> yep. So it wasn't that many people. Mm-hmm. Um, but and but we just talked about um, and that and Willie. No, Willie didn't come to that one. No. Uh, Willie Adams. We'll talk yeah, about him in a minute. Yeah. Um, so I started the nonprofit, and then we had a party yep. at the mural in Chanhassen, and that was great. So that was the I that September party. after. So September 18 was our first party. Okay. Um, no, 17. 17. 17. Okay. 
So 17, you're doing a party, raising money. Did you know kind of what the plan was from the program perspective at that point? Or were you just figuring it out? Yeah, we were just going to raise money for kids' music education. And then some some people who were on the board with me wanted to do different things um, that I didn't want to do. And wasn't my vision and and then they ended up leaving and then willie came with the idea of um having our own uh a a prince program music education program which we were going to call prince academy so that's that starts in 18 yeah okay yeah so how did you and willie connect so willie Um, adams from the bay area yeah now minneapolis you know, friends on social media, but I'd never met him. But um, for a long time, I used to have birthday parties for Prince in my backyard with like 20 people. It's right. like, and so why wouldn't you? So, yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't care if he doesn't celebrate. We do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> Willie kept messaging me on Facebook. They wanted to DJ one of my parties. And I'm like, I don't have any money for a DJ. And who is this guy? It's just a backyard party. <laughs> And then he ended up coming to that backyard barbecue in 2017, and he DJed. Nice. <laughs> Prince music, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just making sure. Um, so he came up with the idea for um, Prince Academy, and then um, within eight months, we had our first class. Nice. Yeah. So that's 18. How many have you done 18, Since. 19, 20, 21, 22. We're about to do our six. Six classes. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. So how many kids are in each class? And tell us, like, what do they do in terms of, like... And it's a week long? Uh, it's two weeks two now. Weeks. And then we're probably... I'm waiting on a grant. But if we get the grant, we're going to do two other weeks of um, based on teaching kids beats. Ooh. That just sounds cool. Yeah. So tell us, like, what is a week or two i know it's kind of evolved over the years but what's what's the two-week period what do they do who are they how old are they how do you find where do they meet how do you find them somebody wants to get involved it's like 12 questions right there so just grip it and rip it um well they can be from anywhere but they have to be able to come to minneapolis but but if somebody wants to travel in for two weeks to minneapolis and do this thing yeah we've we have we'll find how place for them to stay with another student um when COVID happened in 2020 we went online and then we had international kids that's so cool yeah and then that's how we found some of our out-of-state kids um, who keep coming do kids come back more than once? Yes. Okay. Um, our original idea, we were going to, yeah, our original idea was to track them through the years. Right. Yeah. But, and try, try to get some of them come back, but like almost all of them come back. Wow. So, um, uh, just a lot come back. That so just we had kids have been there for fun, five years. Having a good yeah. time, you know? Yeah. And the, some of the kids have, you know, started college and are like pursuing musical Degrees. degrees yeah it's like music amazing. business and stuff yeah so and then they're the, going to become rock stars and have millions of dollars and just yeah and then this, whole, yeah. Then this program's yeah. going to blow up yeah. you gotta that's why you gotta have patience while yeah. you do this we tell them it's really easy you will be a star yeah <laughs> so what is so what are they doing so that you, okay. you gather them how many kids in a class typically um, and 12 then, to 22 and how old are they teenagers okay yeah, we started out um, that we were going to do 13, 14, and then we expanded it, and then we just said teenagers. And it's really interesting because a, a 19-year-old can work with a 14-year-old. I mean, they're they're right. collaborating, and they they bring different at, um, 
outlooks on life and and yeah there hasn't been a problem at all so that's cool so they we start every day um perhaps someone like you will come be a guest speaker (laughs) which you have done in the past you did that right Uh, yeah i've done i've done i got a i got an assignment this year too man (laughs) assignment (laughs) yeah willie and i talk man i got an assignment Uh so i'm i'm pretty jazzed about it oh so he gave you an assignment for this year oh yeah okay good we work and yeah and and he gave it to me in march oh that's great so what what did you speak about the first one you did you know the first year i did uh i was talking about uh whoop which is like a process around shoot i can't even remember it right now but around obstacles and goal setting and i taught the wild sign of course that was like day one Mm mm-hmm you know, I'm kind of a zealot for the wild sign, so I was like, you know, y'all gonna gather here and do some Prince music stuff. <laughs> if I ever say put the wild sign up, it's gotta come up. Yeah. Dude. Otherwise, we're stopping this whole thing. <laughs> the best part about it That's is the only thing you need to know. I check pictures later in the week, and they'd all be rocking the wild sign. I'd be like, my job is done. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you should just come in every year just for a quick 15-minute wild sign. Wild sign tutorial. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what. I got an assignment, but I got another assignment, which is just kind of a mission in life. And the wild sign will be, you know, yeah. part of my part of my curriculum this year. Really didn't ask me to do that again, but I just can't help myself. <laughs> so part of, part, of, part of the day is with guest speakers. Right. So who um, else? I mean, you got me, but like there's you got some other, you got some heavy hitters out there too. Uh-huh. Well, you're the only one that we really, you yeah, know. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> um, we have um, um, musicians who worked with Prince. We have authors who've written about Prince. Um, Andrea Swenson, who nice. is a good friend of mine, comes every year. Um, John Bream has come every year. Journalist for the Star Tribune. Yeah. He, he uh, saw Prince's first show and last show. I mean, he did every yeah. every I mean, interview forever. Yeah, John's been doing stuff forever. Yeah, and John is also a Bruce fan like I oh, am. Oh, nice. So we've we've uh, bonded over Bruce and Prince over the years. And then nice. you got musicians, too. So who are some of the musicians? Um, Bob Z. He was in The Revolution. Yeah, I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Matt Fink came, too. He was also in The yeah. Revolution. And um, Jellybean Johnson. Oh, he was in the Bean. time and the family. Nice. And he's a really good guitar player, and he plays guitar on almost every song we've ever recorded. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not realize that. No. I, I mean, I didn't. I mean, I'm sure I. Oh, he's saw got like a hundred guitars. That's well, all he knew, plays I, is guitar. Yeah, really. I knew he plays, but I mean, I didn't realize he was the guy. <laughs> Mark on, knows he plays guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I didn't realize he played on all the tracks oh, that you yeah, guys did. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, you got to listen. So Mark plays good. So, so the first year, we didn't know. We, we're we not doing this as a tryout. You got to be a really good musician or singer to get in. Yep. We do it for kids who are interested in music and creating yep. and writing. And so the first year, they were all singers and no musicians. Mm-hmm. So we had these musicians coming. And then I asked them, could you play with us? Yeah. You know? And right. Help us out here. So we actually, on the first year, we have Bobby Z, Matt Fink, and Jellybean Johnson playing together. Like, that's, that's so never cool. happened, you know, on a yes. recording. Yeah. Um, and then Paul Peterson has come multiple times, too. Holy Angels represent. Yeah. Um, and some others. But, uh, but the key ones right now are um, in 2020 when we went online. I asked Adrian Crutchfield if he could be our engineer because I'd seen nice. him do a thing like that on Facebook. Yep. And I asked 
Elisa Fiorillo if she would come um, and for a day just as a guest speaker. But she ended up getting into it and staying the whole week. Wow. And Adrian was there the whole week. And it's, well, we did two weeks, I think. Um, and it's really hard to create on Zoom. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't sing at the same time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little, little flat. <clears throat> a little different. The leg. Yeah. So you have to have the person in England playing what's recorded, taking it out of Slack. We put stuff in Slack. Yep. Yep. And then they have to sing along to that, you know, otherwise it won't work. Record it and then send it back, mm -hmm. back and forth. So we were using like voice memos and this was all new. Yeah. Figuring it out. Yeah. But, it's impressive that you did it. Yeah. It, but it was cool. It got us international students and yep. then, and then it expanded the horizons for me. Yep. And you know, I got guests, uh, different guests like Anil Dash. Yeah. Um, who I don't know if everybody knows who he is. I'm familiar. Comedian? No, he's a uh, business, sorry. business, no, business guy. Tech guy. Tech, tech business guy. guy. Yeah, he's got a whole blog around all things um, and, Prince. Yeah, and he was one of the regulars at Paisley Park back in the 90s. And um, Really? Yeah. We need a Neil on this uh, podcast. Yeah, he might. Yeah, we should he's reach got out. like 5 million followers, and I messaged him on Twitter, and he said yes. Are we hitting him up? <laughs> well, you might have to go through me. No. All right. You, you hook us up. Be like, but hey, yeah, Neil, listen to this. He talked about Prince and technology to okay. the kids, you know, because... Did he come... Oh, and he did it via uh, Zoom. On Zoom, yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And then we had Morris Hayes and Shelby and Liv and Marcus and... Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. But so then after that, um, we asked... Willie and I were so, and Willie does the whole curriculum, and Willie's yep. the director right. of education. I put it all together, right? yep. and I get all the speakers, and I make it all work in the students. But um, so we asked them if they wanted to join the board, which meant uh, come back for t every summer and help teach, and they did. Nice. Yeah. So did you, you went online in twenty twenty? Did you come back in person in twenty one and twenty two? Yeah, there was that sweet spot of a couple weeks, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if if somebody is listening and either they're uh, a kid and they're interested or maybe they're an adult and they have a kid who is interested, is it like an application process or how did like how do you yeah how do you um, get involved? Purpleplayground.org. Okay. And then click on apply to Academy of Prince Hot Summer 2023. Hot Summer, I like it. What does the application entail? Do you got to like. It's not hard. Okay. Um, like, do they got to like write an essay or like give like a video of like. Well, we one the first year we did a video and then we haven't after that. Okay. But it was pretty cool. Uh, Just to see what people at the yeah. first, yeah. Yeah. Like I cried. Some of them were so. Why give us a, why, why why what were they so? It was the pure voice of a teenager mm -hmm. singing a song that was was moving yeah <laughs> oh you had them like sing yeah not just like be like sing hey, or this play is the piano yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no um yeah. are you are you surprised by the talent that you've seen come through the doors in terms of the youth um i'm impressed okay. i'm not that surprised but i'm more impressed by the kids that don't appear to be dynamos or whatever and yep. how they develop in those two weeks um it just it's life changing for right. these kids. Yeah. What do you think it is about it? Do you think it's kind of that Prince essence that's 
kind of getting infused in there? What do you think it is about Prince that helps to change people? The whole welcoming, welcome everybody thing, like he was at Paisley Park, and that's yeah. how we are. Um, and they are just accepted for who they are, and we don't yep. try to make them who they aren't. And Come as you are. And they find they, you know, a lot of Prince fans, I don't know if you think you are, but are a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we find each other, and it's like we find our tribe, and we... Yeah people who understand us in and even if we just understand each other through the music you're still sharing something yeah it's like that whole strays of the world kind of you know we're gathering all these people of their unique particulars and coming together yeah and the kids who who um they're like there's nobody in my school who would do this with me you know and they then they become friends Nice. Yeah, I think that's what's cool about Prince, too, right? He brings different people to different walks together, and it's like, all right, we can vibe on this. Let's go, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's what's fun about it, right? And I think, I mean, in modernity, like, we miss that sometimes, right? Like, people want to put us into these boxes, right? And I think Prince was all about breaking those boxes down. Yeah. Y'all take checks? Yeah. Yeah, because you, I mean, you have to fund this, right? So you're out yeah. there raising money. You talked about grants before. I know you do some level of fundraising. So if people are so moved and want to continue kind of this legacy and teach youth about Prince and his music and give them an experience like this, who do they need to write a check to? I'm, I'm guessing you take Venmo too, but how do, <laughs> how do they get you some money? We want Purple wanna... <laughs> Playground. <laughs> Purple um, Playground. Yeah. You're on all the socials as well, yeah. right? And on the there's yeah there's there's got to be a donate button. Yeah, there's right a donate on button on donate the top button. right. Purpleplayground.org. And, and there's a lot of Prince kind of philanthropy stuff out there. God bless them all. But I mean, this is a real worthwhile cause, and we're seeing real tangible results in the life of you know the youth that are involved in it. I mean, I think it's a great way if you're looking to you know donate money to something prince wise like yeah thank you write that check and it's willie's life work i mean yeah. he's it's his... yeah there's some real passion here oh, right yeah and yeah. we're bringing in like grade a talent right and this stuff doesn't just happen for free like there's you guys got to get spaces yeah. and you gotta you know i mean there's all kinds of costs and expenses to pull this stuff together do you guys also pay for the people to get to minneapolis or is that like you got to get here they got to get here yeah um yeah, they got a free school for two weeks, yeah. and, and and some some. Yeah, there's no to, there's no fee for the students to come in. No, and do we this. we ask if they can try to do a fundraising goal. Yeah, um, gotcha. Which people have done, like one girl sold eggs. Oh, their chicken eggs and lemonade and. She in town here because like eggs are getting expensive. I'll buy some. Yeah, of that. she's in vegan. <laughs> I think that's pretty close. Well, I'll take some eggs. Uh -huh. I need like three dozen. Yeah, and we're having a skate party in yeah, June. Yeah, skate party. Let's talk about that. Yeah, because we've uh, we've been in the skate party. Did you DJ at the skate party? Yeah, yeah. I did. Was well, it last year? Was it last year or the year As before? Twenty one. The Burns you did twenty skate. Yeah, you did twenty one. You did remember. it two years ago. I think okay. Willie did it last year. Gotcha. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. Tell us about the skate party. Well, Prince liked to roller skate. Yeah, I heard he had and light don't up you? skates. I <laughs> don't. You know, <laughs> every time I go, I say a little prayer, and then I get on. When I get on there, you know, you there's know, just only hopeful. been one broken wrist that I know. Okay. That was years ago. Yeah. Though. But I, I usually bring my wrist guards and offer them to people, yeah. and most people don't even skate. Yep. It's just a fun party. I used to go back to the roller garden back in the day, and I used to rollerblade, but I have not been on roller skates for a long time and i went and i was on roller skates 
and I bit it, and my daughter <laughs> thought it was the funniest thing she had ever seen. Oh, that's and I good. was like, my arm hurts. This isn't funny. Yeah, bring your kids. <laughs> come on out. And then, you don't have to skate, too. You don't yeah, have to it's skate. It's a total just show, family thing. Yeah, you can just and, show up and, and support. So and I bring my rollerblades. So, so you're June, yeah. June 9th. 11th. 11th. Sunday. Sunday. We in, always do it on a Sunday. In four Burnsville. To six. Yeah, Skateville. Okay. Skateville, Burnsville, right off of Highway 13. So bring your kids, family friendly for sure. Yeah. And then you have raffles. Yeah, we'll have raffles. Or we're going to have uh, Prince Twins sweatshirts. Oh, Quince. Yes. Yeah, guys. <laughs> June 2nd, which is the week before. So if you're coming in. A lot like, of people aren't going to get those. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think this is, if there's like must do events. I mean, I think the skate party is like a must. Well, your event. Sunday's planned. Yeah. You go to the skate party, and then you go grab some food, and then you go to bunkers. Yeah, why? Yeah, and it's perfect. Or you can have pizza at the skate party too. Yeah, they got all the junk food. <laughs> the pizza. I actually do. They have those really long Twizzlers. I yeah, remember they, they skating have. with those back in the day around oh. my neck. It was like they're like three feet long Twizzlers. So you, you was Roller Gardens your place to skate? Yeah, or? that's where I went. Yeah, me too. Well, actually, we came out here too, and but we had our first couple skate parties at roller garden then yeah. they close and then that week too they'll do the purple genealogy parties doing yeah fundraising and, yeah and willie is gonna dj and nice. michael Boom. holtz are gonna dj and purple genealogy is gonna raise money to donate to us part of it which i mean so go to that it's party like if you're, if you're coming into town make that one and then that's the sixth the and sixth then, then, you're then, the you, then we got the seventh you're the seventh at first, first avenue, avenue. This so, is 2023. 2023. So if you're listening in the future, yeah. you got to double check the dates of 2024. And just write a check <laughs> to Purple Playground. Because, I mean, this is or, something that... Yeah, or PayPal. Or, or PayPal or whatever. Let's be honest. People don't really carry around checkbooks anymore, so... Yeah, I mean, it's more just like... It's, it's more PurplePlayground.org, hit the donate button, and empty all of your bank accounts into it. <laughs> <laughs> They'd make it a monthly yeah, donation. Make it a monthly donation, yeah. Oh, you can do that? No, we do have... Don- month. Yeah, there's. Yeah, we have yeah. monthly donors that have been donating from the very start. Thank and you, you to I them. Mean, you don't have to donate a lot. You do seven a month. I was just gonna say that it's gotta be out. seven. Seven's gotta be the seven seventy seven. Yeah, make that make that part of your. Uh, I still can't get away from the set, the princely pricing. So yeah. our skate party is nineteen ninety nine, which is I think cheaper than anything. That's yeah, a steal for a prince. Yeah, it's fans. a steal. So purple playground. We talked about that. We talked about the experience. What else? You know, kind of in your prince world, prince experience. What else? Kind of did prince do for your life and make you who you are? Tell us. One last thing in terms of kind of the Prince realm and how Prince influenced Heidi Vader. Well, um, ultimately, I never would have done Purple Playground without Prince, right? And it is, um, I'm able to use my passion to something I really care about. And I mean, a lot of people can't do that, so... And in his name. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's amazing, you know, and I think it is. I mean, Prince lived a passionate life, right? I mean, it's in his music. It's kind of who he was, and, like, it's like carrying forth and yeah, the legacy of, right. of, of his fan yeah, base that are doing some stuff. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we're trying to we're trying to carry on his legacy and his memory, um, and then the happy byproduct of that is these kids who <laughs> really yeah. learn a lot and gain confidence and make friends and yeah i think it's amazing i think people are gonna also probably learn a little bit more about it by listening to what we just talked about and i don't really know what i mean probably my favorite thing that's come out of prince passing is the purple playground you know what i mean 
his legacy being carried on to these kids and then also them just knowing you know being involved with you know these musicians that worked so closely with Prince, like I can't even imagine that experience. I I would have been a twelve year old or fifteen, sixteen year old going through that. It's unreal. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, I think that stuff just starts to ripple, right? Um, and who knows where it'll go, right? You never know. Yeah. You never know. I gotta give you some of our music. What's that? You need some of our music. We'll put some up as we promote our this new thing. music. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know if I've heard the new stuff. I know I played some of their stuff at the Target Center, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yes, when during the uh, and the, no the the um and the and the un- and we did United. the live stream. We United. played some of their stuff. Yeah, because we you had know, a we had a purple playground hour during our twenty four hour stream. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I think you sent me a video or something. We might have played mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we had we had a, a promotional video, and then we had a, the news last year. I forgot one key. Musical guest was Paviel French, who's come many years. And nice. then this year we did, she was doing a residency with the American Composers Forum. And so they gave us money to have her come and help teach and write a song with the kids. And they came up with a really cool song. Well, we'll get that one out there too. Liber- you put them on YouTube? Liberation. Um, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. All right. I have an idea. And we have a YouTube channel too. So if we could do this multiple times a year, if you end up doing it, mm-hmm. Could it be like the end end of it is a concert when all these people are in, in town in June? Oh, like the kids performing a few songs or something? I don't know. Oh, you just, mean in, in early June? Yeah, yeah. I'm just during not, celebration. Obviously not this year. I'm saying like yeah. you know two three years down the road or something like that. Right, and that's an, an uh, yeah no because um, they're still in school yeah. until like middle oh, June right. so that's we don't right. have the it till late June tricky. or late July and August oh uh, gotcha um, yeah but we are probably um, you know how Paisley Park's having kids sing out yep. there yep. our kids were actually the first ones who did it yeah um, I remember that too and so um, and then Willie also works at high school for recording out so he's brought kids yep. out there but we are going to see if we can have it work that um, between the first and second week we go to Paisley Park and our kids perform on that Monday. So That'd be awesome. if I haven't talked to anybody there yet, but right. <laughs> we're hoping for the first, that will be the first week in August. If the first they're Monday eavesdropping. August. <laughs> <laughs> if they're like yeah, Prince. a call. Well, we appreciate you coming out today. It's good to finally have you on the podcast. Super fun. Yeah. Super good work. Appreciate Thank you. you. Appreciate you Purpleplayground.org. Make sure you check it out. And give some money. Yes. Thanks, Mark. Okay, <laughs> okay just, Mark. That's I'm enough. just saying, you know, you can't, you can't shill for it. I can be uh-huh. like, hey, you go on. <laughs> Have no shame. The phones are ringing. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today, listening to this. Appreciate you, Heidi. I think we're ready to roll. This is Purple Highs. I'm Mark Bondi with my co-host DJ Dudley D. Peace and be wild. Be wild.